Hello, welcome to the Keeping Your Marriage Hot and Holy podcast. I am your host, the Hot and Holy Love Coach, Chara Taylor. Thank you so much for joining in with me on this episode. Okay, there is this hot topic going on lately about married couples sleeping in separate rooms. The topic has brought on lots of feelings and emotions, and I want to talk about this from a couple of different perspectives. So in this episode, I will discuss how this sleeping arrangement can actually benefit your marriage. You know, I'm always looking for the bright side of things, especially in marriage. Don't worry. I'm not getting ready to encourage anybody to separate and sleep in separate rooms. Just hear me out for a little bit. So let me start by saying my perspective changed during the pandemic and it's been a blessing. So let me share. From the beginning of our marriage, I thought we needed to be together and do absolutely everything together. And having sleeping um, court, separate sleeping quarters was definitely out of the question for me. So I passionately believed in the past that if you start separating things in your marriage, then they would kind of be like prophetic gestures to cause division and separation in all areas of your marriage. So for the longest time, I didn't understand how couples had separate banking accounts, separate bills, separate anything. I thought that that was tragic. However, when the pandemic hit and reality set in, I had to rethink a lot of things. One that stands out is having separate sleeping quarters. Stay with me for a moment, okay? I had to come out of the spiritual clouds and live in reality on earth. The outcome of us sleeping in separate rooms has actually brought us closer together. Since we've been sleeping in separate rooms, we've had more peace, less disagreements, and more sex. For us, sleeping in separate rooms brought out passion, desire, and physical attraction. Sleeping in separate rooms didn't mean we didn't love each other, and it didn't mean we loved each other any less. It allowed us some freedoms we didn't realize we wanted or needed. We discussed Mm -hmm, Yep, we had to talk about it. We discussed sleeping separately as opposed to it happening organically. We didn't end up sleeping separately because we were mad or angry with each other. We had two issues that occurred that brought us to this decision. One was, (laughs) I think I've said this one before, there was a scorpion crawling in our bed next to me. And I've not honestly been able to return comfortably so that we so we had to consider another option. Uh, You know, he understood what that did to me. And so we talked about there being a a separate or a different option. Secondly, the air quality in our bedroom was horrible for me and kept me congested and not getting any good sleep at night. Even with purifiers and humidifiers and all those different things, I was still struggling to get really good sleep at night at night. And what we found out is that I slept better and breathed better in a different room. So these two elements forced me out of our bedroom, but not out of my husband's heart, if you can understand what I'm saying. Now, during this, we did talk and we made decisions like, okay, listen, when you want some sex, come to the bedroom and I'll know. This was extremely helpful for me because I'm not necessarily that great at initiating sex. Now, once the act get going, then, you know, I'm all in and everything is great. So for us, Sex time got exciting with us being in separate rooms. We started making quote unquote booty calls to one another. Like, hey, I'm coming through tonight for a little while or him asking, hey, do you want to come through tonight? You know, so it kind of brought on a different element of fun or, you know, he was saying stuff like, hey, I want to see you tonight. It was kind of like the days when you were single and you were expecting something or you were expecting, you know, getting a call in for some loving. 
And so it just kind of brought it all back. And so we've been having fun in that area. We were able to turn an unfortunate situation into a hot and holy time. It's actually been a huge blessing for us. Now we're not disgruntled about what's on TV. He's now able to sleep in total darkness where I'm able to sleep with some light and some music as I desire. And we still come together to connect when we want to and need to. And it's fun. It's not forced and it's not lazy. Here is what uh, should be learned from this. Just to put this out there to you. Having to adjust and have separate sleeping arrangements doesn't have to cause division in the match. If it causes division, then it's probably more than likely that you were already you already had some division or some issues going on. If you feel like this would cause you to live as like roommates, then you may have to face the fact that you're already disconnected and living as roommates. You are you're using your bedroom. You're using your bedroom as the last resort for connection. When the truth is, you and your spouse really need to deal with what's going on and, and discover the real disconnection and the issue. You, you should be connected in other areas of your life and the bedroom should just kind of be like the cherry on top. I'm saying this from personal experience. Like we had a season where we felt like we were roommates existing in a home together with no real connection. It was because of hurt and dysfunction in the marriage. But once we dealt with those issues, then we were able to connect and move forward. The separation in rooms helped us instead of hindering us. Now, I heard one person say that they would never, quote unquote, allow it. I thought that was a very strong perspective to say allow because our spouse is not our child. I'm careful not to say that I'm not allowing my husband to do anything because I'm not his mother. And it's not up to me to allow him to do absolutely anything. He's an adult and should be capable of making decisions that benefit him and us. I trust him and the decisions that he makes. So I do want to say, be careful that you are not controlling your spouse or acting like his or her parent. Uh, they need you as a spouse, not a parent. I'm just saying, okay? Now back to the topic. So in a recent poll about this whole idea of sleeping separately, I found that more and more, more and more couples are faced with this dynamic of sleeping separately. And in that, 97% of the couples who responded, this arrangement has actually added life to their marriage. Couples have reported that they are loving each other more, finding more joy, being restored in their homes. Couples have matured and saw the benefits of sleeping separately and have made these changes work for them. Couples are reporting how great it is and that there is absolutely no love lost between them. Couples are reporting greater sex, happier attitudes, more peaceful homes. Couples are reporting that they haven't done they haven't done this without conversation or agreement and that the sleeping arrangements are is not based on anger. So, you know, it's working for those who have different work schedules, new babies in the house, sleep or snoring issues, health issues, differences in sleep needs, like somebody needs light versus somebody needs dark, somebody likes it quiet, somebody likes it noisy. There are so many dynamics that lead to sleeping in separate rooms and couples who are trying it in a healthy manner with discussion, understanding and agreement are finding so much more happiness. Now, honestly, I do realize that there are some homes that this will not work for. If infidelity, untrust, heartache, wounded souls, porn addiction, masturbation issues, fear, jealousy, insecurities or other other things that contribute to dysfunction in marriage. If these things exist in your marriage, then no, sleeping in separate rooms may not be the best option for you. 
Okay, real talk. But if these are not issues that are plaguing your home, I want to encourage you to see how sleeping separately can bring a blessing into your home. It doesn't have to be a permanent arrangement. It could be a, a couple of nights a week just to spice things up or, you know, to arrange to meet up for some cuddly, some cuddle and some sex time only. It can be a couple of nights a month just to get a different scenery. It could be as often or as li- or as less as you both choose with a with discussion and agreement. Now, I will admit in the beginning, my husband was a little apprehensive because he's a natural cuddler and toucher. Like his primary love language is touch. But now he's comfortable and okay. He's enjoying his TV shows that he was missing because I hated them. Now we don't, you know, we don't plan to remain this way for the rest of our lives. But for now, it's a huge blessing. This pandemic caused us to be in the home together all day, every day. And with that, it brought on a bunch of tension, which I know a lot of couples are feeling. But having that, the freedom and the, the, the separate rooms at this point has allowed us some individual time to regroup and to miss each other. Now, the keys to this process are communication, trust, and having an open mind. Listen, you got to have an open mind. It can happen and it can be healthy. Now, who would have thought that sleeping in separate rooms could have been a key component to having a hot and holy marriage? So Team Taylor have verbal agreements when it comes to sex, and we honor those things. We honor those agreements in our marriage. So sleeping separately is not a threat, and it doesn't pose a problem for us. Now, as the hot and holy love coach, I want to offer this up to you. If you have trust and dysfunction issues, I suggest you deal with those before moving to a separate um, room agreement. So the point of this podcast episode is to make you aware that sleeping in separate rooms can be done in a healthy manner and it can add life to your marriage if done right. And if you are connected mentally, emotionally and spiritually outside of the bedroom, sleeping in separate rooms can definitely spice up your your very sex life. It can be fun. So I just wanted to come on just for a few minutes and talk to you guys about that because We're in a pandemic still and people are finding that they're spending more and more time together. And this can be an option to making sure that you have a hot and holy marriage. But just make sure you guys are in a healthy place mentally, emotionally and spiritually. Okay. outside of that, if if you're not, then I don't recommend that you do that. But if you guys are healthy and you have a conversation about it, go ahead, become friends all over again, separate for a little bit and then come together, make some some date nights, some booty call nights and and say, hey, I'm coming through. Talk about what 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 it's going to look like. It can be fun. And so the whole point of the Keeping Your Marriage Hot and Holy podcast is to give you points, tips and ideas on different ways to add spice to your marriage and to keep things hot and holy. Thanks so much for joining in and listening to this episode of Keeping Your Marriage Hot and Holy. I hope that this has been a help for you, even just to spark your idea and your mind to open up your mind to something new. I want to invite you and encourage you to follow along with me on social media. I can be found at Awaken Love Marriage Ministries and Coaching. And you can also email me if you'd like to connect with me at awakenlovemm at gmail.com. And I would love for you to keep up to date with everything that we have going on by going to my website, www.teentaylorministries.com. Hey, I'm your, I am your hot and holy love coach, Chara Taylor. And I just want to encourage you, spice it up. Keep it spicy. Have a hot and holy marriage. I'll talk to you guys next time.